Hello and welcome to Nightcap with Jim. I am the titular Jim and tonight we'll be discussing a series of video games that I recently acquired and also we're going to be introducing a new segment called Shot for Shot which will be a quick two three minute examination of some of my favorite shots uh, shots that I find exciting from film and television. For more content you may enjoy, please check out our Morning Magami podcast and our other social media at Magami Players on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and YouTube. Let's get into it. Welcome to Shot for Shot, where I discuss exciting camera work from film and television. Uh, for our first episode, I wanted to discuss uh, a shot from the Lord of the Rings franchise, specifically from Two Towers, where Viggo Mortensen, uh, playing Aragorn, kicks a helmet in uh, reaction uh, in a state of mourning for Merry and Pippin, who they believe are deceased. Uh, this shot is very interesting for a couple of reasons. One, it's just a really cool shot. Uh, we have, you know, this helmet kick, and the helmet comes flying right past the camera. But the fun little backstory behind this is that uh, Viggo Mortensen actually broke two of his toes filming it. You might remember this if I, uh, when I mentioned it in my Lord of the Rings podcast a few weeks ago. But uh, the basic story is that he uh, had to kick the helmet, and every time he kicked it, uh, Peter Jackson would ask him for another take, and every time he would get closer and closer and closer to uh, getting the helmet flying right past camera and when he finally got it he let out this scream of pain that you see in the movie so you actually get to so the shot that's in the movie is actually the shot of him breaking his toes um, <laughs> uh, and but that's just how great of an actor Viggo Mortensen is isn't he it's just he uses that pain and fueled it into his performance um, which just makes this shot really special uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, you know, um, you got this great cinematography, um, this amazing natural lighting, and then you have, you know, fantastic actor just uh, just nailing it. Um, and even though he uh, suffers some physical pain, is able to, instead of call cut, um, keep going with it and deliver not only a very dynamic performance but a, uh, a very excellent piece of cinematography that'll do it for shot for shot this uh on uh, this day so uh this week i decided uh, to take it a little bit easy uh, i figure this is probably a pretty good uh formula for for nightcap with jim you know uh do a week a uh, week-long series, and then uh, the next week, you know, a uh, week-long series every other week, and then, uh, you know, just three kind of unrelated, just kind of taking it easy kind of episodes every other week. Uh, so uh, this week I decided to start it off with uh, some recent video game purchases that I made. Um, these are all older games, uh, all of them that I've played before, and uh, I just wanted to get my hands on them again, um, you know, kind of go back in time a little bit as well, just kind of remember, you know, what, what it was like, uh, just remember my life a little bit, like, while I was uh, playing those games at that time. So what I got was uh, Skate 2, uh, 
Far Cry 2, 3, and 4, and uh, Red Faction Guerrilla, and Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel. Uh, I'll start off with Army of Two, because it's probably uh, the least known, well-known, um, but also probably the least well-received, both critically and uh, by, uh, by uh, gamers, um, which I'm not exactly sure why, uh, because, I mean... You, the first game's pretty good, and the second game, uh, Army of Two, 40th Day, was... Mm -hmm. But Devil's Cartel, I think, is really, really cool uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, uh, for those of you who, who noticed a little bit of a theme with, with these games, um, with the exception of uh, Army of Two, all of the games I purchased are open world. Um and that's, there's a good reason for that. Uh, I love open world games. <laughs> They're so much fun. But Army of Two is more, it's mission based. Um, you know, more, it's more typical how, how video game, you know, like how video games were before open world came along. But it's fun because uh, of its dynamic and robust customization system. And this is everything from your operators uh, clothing to uh, they wear uh, these face masks and you can there's a whole bunch of options so you can not only just uh, buy all this whole just a whole bunch like something like 30 uh, 40 different uh, options for your masks and your clothing but you can even custom design your own masks uh, if you if you so desire and then there's all and that's that goes double for the uh, um, weapon customization, which is everything from, you know, like laser sights and foregrips and your barrel, um, you know, silencers, ammo type, you know, your magazine scopes and so on and so forth, uh, sights, but also uh, the color, and uh, it's got a cool uh, uh, customization system in that way uh, where it's, uh, you know, it's not just one kind of thing, it's accents so that means that uh, you know you uh, can customize the color of the body and then independently um, customize the uh, like the stock and the f and the foregrip and stuff like that to create some really interesting uh, color dynamics uh, which is pretty fun to uh, fool around with uh, but also it's just a fun little third person shooter where just you know you just blow a lot of shit up and kill and kill everybody in sight which you know it's not too heavy um it's not too light either uh it's kind of right in the sweet spot of you know just uh having a little having a laugh and having a little bit of fun uh which is nice every you know um i mean look i love video games and i love uh this like the ones that really go for it like mass effect that really try and immerse you in in a world and in the situations um, and, you know, really elicit emotional responses from you. But, you know, it's also fun to just have some, you know, just kind of mindless, just kind of, you know, shoot them up kind of a thing. Uh, you know, that's also really fun uh, as well. Um, and that's kind of why I, I dig uh, Army of Two. Also, there's, you know, it's a, it's a kind of designed to be played cooperatively uh, so, so that's fun as well, you know, just, uh, have a, you know, get a friend, get together with a friend or play online or whatever, and then just 
shoot the shit out of a bunch of people and, and blow a lot of stuff up. You know, it's 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 just a fun little little romp, if you will. Uh, Skate two. Um, I love the Skate franchise. I mean, Skate 3 kind of turned me off a little bit. Um, just some things here and there. Uh, I'm not going to comment on it right now because I haven't played the game in, uh, since it came out. But I just remember thinking, you know, like, Skate 1 was excellent. Skate 2 was even better. Uh, it was just magnificent. And then Skate 3 was kind of... Hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um... I don't know what it was. I'll have to. I'll have to go back and, and try it again. Uh, but I just wanted to get Skate Two because because that's my favorite of the Skate uh, franchise. Uh, it's just so much fun. You know, uh, the customization is is cool. Um, I wish they had a little bit more options and also just better options. Like some some of the you know like hats and glasses and stuff are kind of. Mm. Um, but you know, it's a it's a it's a video game about skateboarding not you know fashion so it's like whatever um but uh wow i mean it's it still holds up i gotta tell you guys i mean it was made in 2009 this game's almost 10 years old or excuse me it was released in 2009 which means that you know they were making it from something like 2006 or 7 you know probably took a year or two to make uh typically that's how long video games take sometimes a little bit longer sometimes four or five years uh, if you're dealing with something like Rockstar, you know, like Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, dude, like, it still holds up for, for a nearly decade-old video game, um, which is really, uh, um, not surprising, but it's, uh, gratifying, I guess. Uh, uh, I'm just happy that it, uh, it's still as good as it was. I mean, the graphics aren't, you know... I mean, obviously, graphics have come a long way, but still, like, it, it's very good. Um, it holds up very well. I mean, the trick system is great. Uh, sometimes it's a little tough uh, to nail some of the harder tricks, like hard flips and 360 flips and everything like that. But, you know, if you just take the time and practice and, you know, you can you could nail this stuff. Um, but it's just so much fun, you know. Uh, like for instance, I I just well I just started replaying it uh, yesterday, but I put in a you know a couple hours so far, and uh, I just did this uh, bit where I was uh, trying out for Plan B, the Plan B skateboard team, and uh, Danny Way in the game has this mega park that's just gi this ginormous skate park with just these huge airs and and all this really cool stuff, um, and I remember playing that, you know, uh, verse mode, uh, with my friends where we would, you know, um, like three or four of us would sit there and have to share a controller cause it's just, you know, one person does a run and then the other person does a run and then the other person does a run. But I remember us just for hours playing this mega park in multiplayer, just, you know, just going and going and going and going, um, because, you know, because <laughs> we're, we were a competitive bunch uh, uh, back then. But yeah, just a super fun game, you know, um, again. Uh, but this one is different uh, than, than, I mean, for me, than something like uh, Army of Two. I take this one, I get really uh, uh, 
excitable sometimes when playing <laughs> this game because they're like it's there's it's very technical in certain aspects you know i mean especially if you're like me and you want to be good at stuff you know whether it's it's playing a video game or whatever but i want to be really good at video games and that's why and that's you know and that me wanting to be good at video games has helped me get really good at video games you know i give i give heath on the day side a lot of a lot of guff <laughs> when he does live streams <laughs> i keep telling him heath you gotta practice you gotta practice you gotta practice you gotta practice to get better at this stuff <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna rip me apart in his next podcast i bet you but um <laughs> but yeah so i i want to be really good at this stuff and so sometimes in skate there are these certain moments that uh really get on my nerves when i can't you know nail a trick or you know like perform a specific task like like even today i was when i was playing there is this waterfall gap that i was supposed to you know get o get over and it took me like half an hour or something like that to to get it because I just couldn't, I don't even know what it was. I mean, usually I'm real, I'm pretty good at this game, but for some reason, like, there's certain little things that uh, I struggle with sometimes. <laughs> I mean, the same thing happens when I play uh, the Formula One franchise. Because uh, that, like, I remember when I started playing F1 when I was, uh, I got a copy of F1, uh, I think it was 2000 it was 2010 or 2011 uh when i was in my first year of college and uh it got pretty intense there i mean i was screaming at the top of my lungs so hard that the the, the ra you know came over and hey uh what's going on are you all right in there <laughs> and i'm like yeah i'm just playing a video game and it's kicking my ass <laughs> But yeah, but skate it, it frustrates me a little bit sometimes with with little things like that. But it's still so much fun. I mean, like, yeah, it's really frustrating, but it's like it's it it's it's one of those games that actually gives you that kind of real life experience because I mean I don't know how many of you guys are fans of skateboarding, but if you ever watch like a skateboard video, you might uh, you know sometimes you'll come across the ones that show the progression of a trick on a spot and actually show you know the guy crashing and burning you know however many 5 10 15 20 times before he finally gets it on that one try and that's exactly what it's like you know it actually provides that very real world experience of that frustration of just failing to hit a trick over and over and over again and then you finally do it and you're just like yeah how do you like me now that's how I trick mother, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you really do get that, that, uh, you know, that charge that, uh, you know, that you get in, in real life, which is, which is a lot of fun and really interesting, you know, cause not a lot of video games are able to provide that kind of, um, that kind of experience, you know, uh, even if it's just in one little thing, you know, just this little, uh, you know, in this particular context, um, Still, there's not a lot of games that can do that, you know, which is, uh, which really, you know, that's one of the things that really puts Skate, um, that franchise, you know, really high up in terms of quality, uh, and that's, you know, that's why I love them, um, 
and then we got uh, Red Faction Gorilla. Now this one is is another oldie, uh, 2009, uh, but very very good. Uh, I just started playing it a little bit today again uh, in preparation for this review. Uh, did about an hour hour and a half, just like the you know kind of get myself through the intro, get to the you know being able to do my open world, do whatever I want kind of stuff. So now this game is interesting in the Red Faction franchise especially because the previous Red Factions, I believe that uh, Gorilla is the third installment in the franchise. Um, but uh, they, uh, the previous uh, installments were first-person shooters. Uh, this one brings you to third-person, which is pretty cool. Um, and But also necessary just because they have this n new kind of a way of doing stuff. So, uh, if you, uh, if you're a hardcore gamer, you might remember Red Faction and, uh, remember it for a very specific reason. It was one of the first games to really have a really, really, really dynamic destruction engine where, you know, you threw a grenade and a wall would blow up. You know, you shoot a rocket at, at the wall of a building and that wall is just going to go, you know, and, and, be turned into dust. Uh, Red Faction Guerrilla takes it really this another step forward, um, and your character. And the reason for that is your character, uh, and your character is um, you know a mining specialist, uh, and and you know you start the game out with nothing but a sledgehammer and some demolition charges. So you know you're there to. Uh, to mine, um, but your brother who who meets you, uh, he uh, you know he takes you to uh, this old area to uh, collect scrap, and scrap is the currency of the of the video game. So you know it really pays to go around and destroy everything that you see um, for more reason than one, uh, because of the, it's got it's open world. Uh, and it's called Gorilla, so you might, you know, have been able to intimate that um, you're, uh, you know, using Gorilla tactics in this particular third-person shooter. Um, so, you know, and that's, again, you know, not a lot of games are able to really provide that kind of real-world experience. Um, Gorilla kind of gets there. Uh, Far Cry definitely takes it a step further, but Gorilla kind of has that, because... Um, it's, it's one of these games that, uh, you know, has a lot of extra stuff for you to do that doesn't really impact the, the main story of the game too much. I mean, it does, but it's not necessary. Like, it's stuff that it makes what you do in the story missions way easier. Like, if you just do all the side activity stuff, your life just is just infinitely better uh, when you're... Uh, you know, doing the big story, the big huge story mission, um, and that's great, you know, like, I love games like that, where, you know, you don't have to do these things, they're not necessary, you can just go straight through the story, um, you know, same thing with, like, something like Mass Effect or whatever, I mean, Mass Effect is a little bit more difficult, uh, because if you don't do all the side stuff, <laughs> then um, you're not going to get quite as favorable of an outcome when you get to the final, you know, big old climactic mission. Uh, but uh, but but yeah, like games that are that are they're fun, you know, like 
That way you can just play through the story if you're just a story gamer, um, you know, and that's all you're there for. Uh, and, you know, you don't have to worry too much about all this, the extra side stuff. Um, the idea in Gorilla, though, is to, uh, there's six zones, and your, your, your objective is to liberate all these zones. And that's what makes it kind of cool when you do all the side activities is the more side activities do you do, the more uh, perks you get. You know, like you'll have more civilians joining up uh, with red with the red faction. You know, to join your cause of rebellion uh, against the EDF, the Earth Defense Force, and uh, and liberate you know Mars, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's really cool to do you know one of these side missions and then you know rock up. Um, to, uh, you know, some EDF property that I'm going to destroy, like a building or, f you know, fuel tanks or whatever like that, and then, you know, start mixing it up with their soldiers, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you know, uh, uh, you know, a random colonist just picks up one of these guns off the ground and starts shooting the bad, uh, shooting the EDF guys, helping me out. Which is really, you know, kind of, it's really fun, you know, to have that kind of dynamic sort of uh, events, uh, or not even events, but just like, kind of, just that stuff that just happens, you know. Um, I love games that do that, that, you know, really uh, mix it up and, uh, you know, throw things in there that are really uh, unique and different. Um, and then the Far Cry franchise, I love Far Cry so much. Um, uh, unfortunately, I do not yet own a PlayStation uh, 4, so I have yet to play Far Cry 5. Um, if anybody, if anyone out there of you has played Far Cry 5, please, pretty please, let's talk about it. I don't care if you want to talk about it off or we can talk about it on air. Um, you know, if you if you're a fan of the Far Cry. Fry, Far Cry, blah, 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 blah. Far Cry franchise. There we go. If you're if you're a gamer and you're a fan of the Far Cry of uh, <laughs> action, if you're a gamer and you're a fan of the Far Cry franchise, please get in contact with me. I would love to have you on the show. You know, and and really do a deep dive and talk about Far Cry, especially the new one, Far Cry Five, because it looks so damn cool. I mean, it just looks so amazing. Oh, I mean, you know, Far, the first Far Cry is kind of weird. It's kind of an outlier in a way because, like, there there was this whole, like, monster sort of thing going on. And then Far Cry 2, they just went straight up with just real-world stuff. You know, like, no monster lurking in the forest or whatever. Which is really weird, um, but also super interesting and awesome at the same time that they, you know, shifted it from, from this creature kind of thing, um, to, to, you know, just, like, dropping into a war zone and having to survive and thrive, um, while everybody's trying to kill you. <laughs> so, uh, the Far Cry franchises, you know, especially 2, 3, 4, and then 5, is just really, really, um, amazing like they're so well done so well made it's ridiculous you know uh and it's all first person and like i said there's not a lot of games that can really take you where they are um far cry has always done that at least for me 
you know, like, the more well-made a game is, the same thing with a movie or a TV show, or, you know, or how well-written a book is, or, you know, how well-written and illustrated a comic book or a manga is, um, and so on and so forth. Just the better it is, the more work, the more quality is poured into it, the, the easier it is to suspend your disbelief that you're watching a form of, that you're consuming media as opposed to being on a, on that journey with those characters. Uh, and Far Cry just does that ex- extraordinarily well, you know, um, especially because the entire thing is first person. Uh, you know, there's no cutscenes um, that aren't, that, you know, like, like even the cutscene stuff, um, there's no alternate animation. It's just all first person from your perspective. You know, all the animation remains the same. There's no, like, you know, cutscene animation versus gameplay animation, which a lot of, I mean, that used to be a more prevalent in older uh, video games, you know, they, they'd have the the game, gameplay animation and then they'd do, you know, special cutscene animation and that could take you, that would take me out of what I was doing in the game a little bit. But Far Cry doesn't have that problem because everything just takes place from the perspective of your two eyeballs, which is really cool. Um, and just, again, makes it just super enjoyable. Um, especially, you know, when you're when you're just taking out, uh, you know, uh, an outpost, uh, and just, uh, you know, rocking it out, you know, uh, hauling ass down a coastal road with the sea, you know, on the side of you or whatever it is, you know, a river or whatever, you know, and just seeing this, you know, landscape that's just so gorgeous, but at the same time, super deadly, you know, filled with <laughs> animals and everything, and I just love, I just love everything, like, all the improvements that they've made over the years, and I can't wait to get my hands on Far Cry 5, but again, if you've played Far Cry 5, uh, or if you're a fan of the franchise in general, please do, uh, hit me up, send me a message, whatever, get in contact with me, uh, and, uh, let's get you on the show, uh, so we can talk to, uh, we can talk to the fans, uh, about what I imagine is the best first-person shooter uh, of the year, uh, if not the decade. (laughs) Well, that's going to be our show for tonight. Thank you so much for listening, and please tune in to our morning show with Heath, and check out our other social media content at Players on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you again so much for stopping by for a nightcap. Good night. (laughs) 